If you haven't heard, Elon Musk recently announced that you can now purchase a Tesla with Bitcoin. Before I get into this newsletter, let me address a common misconception that people may fall into, thinking that Bitcoin is a physical coin. It's not. You can't just walk into Tesla and drop a bag of Bitcoins on the counter and say, hey Elon, I'd like to buy that Model S. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily work like that. You can think of Bitcoin as a form of currency, money we transact with every day except in a digital form. So let's begin to connect the dots. First, let me break down a few things about currency, also known as fiat currency or fiat money. Believe me, Without this basic understanding, you can't even come close to appreciating what Bitcoin brings to the table, or the value of becoming a hodler like myself and other early adopters. For those of you that have heard the term HODL or have never heard it before, HODL is an acronym for hold on for dear life, and I guess a hodler can be characterized as someone who holds Bitcoin and other currencies but doesn't sell with intention to hold long term. For those who don't know, the US dollar is considered the reserve currency of the world. It all began with the barter system of exchange, then a smooth transition to commodity money where we use gold and silver metal coins to transact. Then it was slowly replaced by the invention of paper money or fiat. Fiat is Latin and by definition means let it be, or in financial terms means the currency that is circulating by force. It used to be that every US dollar in existence was backed by an ounce of tangible gold in a vault. But in 1971, US President Nixon abandoned this so-called gold standard. Instead of dollars backed by the value of gold, they became backed by nothing but the trust of the government. Think about that. Not backed by a single thing. These government-backed dollars that we transact with every day have value only because the government says it does. When you go to McDonald's to buy a Big Mac, why do we pay using fiat or digital money and not, I don't know, rice grains? Because the government said so. I mean, fiat currency may as well be monopoly money. It is truly just a, a piece of paper with some ink on it. There's no difference. Except we believe that we need to transact with this money. Now, moving on. Let's be clear. The transition from commodity money to crypto is a century-long history lesson. But let's just continue to scratch the surface. Cryptocurrency is a currency, just in digital, not physical form. Right now, just over 90% of the entire globe is already using digital currency in the financial system, whether that be via bank accounts and digital electronic transactions such as swiping a credit card or sending an e-transfer. Tangible physical cash only represents approximately 1-5% to of the world's currency. I'd say before we were more of a cash-powered economy, but now I'd say we live in a digitally-powered economy. Okay, hang in, hang in there, hang in there. Remember when I mentioned that fiat is a government-issued currency that is circulating by force? Well, this is where cryptocurrencies come in, with Bitcoin taking the center stage. Bitcoin is usually the first and often the only thing that comes to mind when you hear the word cryptocurrency. I like to think of Bitcoin as the first human on cryptocurrency earth populated with over 5,000 cryptocurrencies existing in today's crypto space. Ah, that's a lot of cryptos. <laughs> I know that was a lot to swallow, but here are some key takeaways. All cryptocurrencies are digital currencies, but not all digital currencies are crypto. Let me repeat that. 
all cryptocurrencies are digital currencies, but not all digital currencies are crypto. I'll flash this out at a later date, but for now, I'll make it easy for you to grasp. Think about digital currencies as something that governments, third parties, and banking institutions can regulate, whereas cryptocurrencies are unregulated forms of digital currency. Bitcoin is a 12-year-old digital currency that requires no permission from any organization, government, or banking institution to buy it, to sell it, or to exchange it. Bitcoin gives you the satisfaction of becoming self-sovereign. Nothing forced. You're in control. You just grab your smartphone and an internet connection and presto, you are now your own bank. If you stop and think about it, money has constantly evolved to suit the times and population's needs. I believe this is just another shift in history consistently trending towards development and expansion, the future of decentralized finance. Join me next week where I'll take a deeper dive into Bitcoin so that every crypto curious coiner and non-coiner alike can get their hodl on. Bitcoin is one crypto investment you don't want to miss. Until then, stay curious and have a great week.